Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Proud to be a brain, rivers, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. Get your geek on, baby, for what it's worth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Check, check, the base, cosine, inverse, cause the geek shall inherit the earth. I never knew the brain could be so sexy. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pit. I'm Don. And I'm Matt. Uh, yeah, hey, how's your week been? My week's been fantastic. Really? What'd you do? What didn't I do? Um, first and foremost, uh, I had early screening tickets to the movie, The uh, Storks. Uh-huh. You know, that kid's movie about storks? Like storks and whatnot? Yeah, With, like the, the delivering the baby storks. Yeah. Um, so uh, me and my daughter went to go see that movie. It's funny. It's for adults. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. Um, it doesn't come out till September 23rd, but uh, once again... It, it's phenomenal. It was really, really good. So there's like a little bit of everything for everyone in it. Yes, and if you haven't if you haven't seen this preview, you should watch it because pr- I'm pretty sure you're gonna laugh at that too. That's awesome. That's very, very awesome. I myself, uh, I actually went to a movies in the park thing to see Princess Bride, which, believe it or not, I've never seen before until this past weekend. How was it? It was good. I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Um, I am Tony Montana, and you killed my father. My name is Umberto Montana. You killed my father. Prepare yeah. to die. I haven't seen that movie in years, but it was good. And it's funny because like I, I've always heard that quote before, and I never knew what it was from. And I was like, oh, I'm like, well, shit. Now I, I'm like, no, I feel stupid. <laughs> well, um, a lot of people hasn't seen that movie, so it's not the first one, and it's an older movie too. Yeah. Um, but uh, they had Andre the Giant in that movie. They did, and it was amazing. Like he was amazing in it. It was, like, so amazing, and I was like, oh, this is really good. So, they, it was good. It holds up. Um, another thing that happened this weekend is uh, he put Supergirl on Netflix. Really? So, did you watch? start watching it? Not only did I watch it, but my six-year-old daughter got into it, too. Really now? Yeah. Like, she doesn't really go for live action. And then, like, I saw it on there, and I was like, Kayla, you have to watch this. I think you would really enjoy this. Four episodes in, she's like... Daddy, it's asking to continue. <laughs> so it was really, she was really into it. So I'm, I'm raising her right. That's awesome. And it's, it's definitely, uh, I guess uh, more or less, I think I'm a little bothered because it does the whole, uh, like, there's there's a love triangle going on and, and fight. Like, I don't want her to fall for that. But then again, it's like, it also has the, the whole, like, princess thing otherwise, like, her princesses are always in trouble and needs to be saved by a prince. So. That's, yeah. But I feel like Supergirl is, like, a strong character, so it's much, like, stronger than, you know, your Disney princesses and whatnot. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I also got to try vegan meat yesterday. How did you like it? I loved it, actually. I was a surprise... I was surprised at how much I like it, and uh, I tried vegan cheese as well, which is, like, a complete new thing for me. Vegan cheese? Yeah. So it's, like, cheese, but without, like, the dairy part of it. That sounds a little disgusting. <laughs> it's actually really, like, it tastes just like cheese. Like, you would never notice the difference. Then again, like, the whole vegan phrase is, like, match your mom, match your milk. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So... That's been, that was my weekend. That was my weekend weekend in a nutshell. Um, let's get into some news. How about that? Sure. We have some pretty kick-ass movie news to start out with. What um, 
So, have you heard of this thing called replicas? Nope. Uh, it is going to be a uh, sci-fi thriller movie starring Keanu Reeves from, you know, Matrix, John Wick, John Wick Two. Uh, Pretty sure everybody, yeah. everybody got you at Matrix. You never know. <laughs> you even pulled Bill and Ted's like. <laughs> Ten years before you were born, there was this movie called Bill and Ted. About these guys who traveled time in a phone booth. Because nowadays they're like, what's a phone booth? <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, this has been something that's been in development for like a few years. Um, and it's just, it starts, It's people were worried it was uh, just going to be on the back burner forever. But it's not only happening, but it's already filming our currently. So in this film, uh, Keanu Reeves will play a man named Will Forster, a scientist who described it, or actually this designed as a neuroscientist who loses his wife and his children in a tragic accident. Um, he will stop at nothing to bring him back, even if it means put, pitting himself against government-controlled laboratory, a police ta- task force on the, and the physical laws of science. Uh, it's pretty, sounds pretty interesting. Like bringing yeah. family back from the dead and whatnot. So and, and it's an indie film. Yeah, this is one hundred percent indie film. It has a lot of backers on it as well. Uh, when the project was first announced, Di Bonavita, we'll say that, it was described described the film as a unique take a unique take on what lengths a person would go to alter the past of their actions. Hmm. So, what do you think about that? I mean, it's a pretty unique idea for a movie. I don't know. Like, well, then again... I guess, uh... Hollywood's becoming original again? I guess so, yeah. Because, like, there's, there's really been... There's a lot of new, interesting ideas that have been coming out lately. Like, you wouldn't have movies like Sausage Party, or even The Storks, for that matter. You can't fucking bring up Sausage Party. I know, yeah. Uh, even though I haven't seen it. Uh, I saw a new early screening of that. I am so glad I didn't pay money for that. You're so glad you what? Didn't pay money for this. You didn't like it? It was funny, but like, it's something that you're like, okay, it's three in the morning, I can't sleep. Let me put on something stupid that I could chuckle at. Like, the whole idea of the movie is to have a food orgy. <laughs> That doesn't sound stupid, then. It's 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 a typical Seth Rogen movie, but animated. Sure. Uh, anyways, back to this. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot more original ideas coming out. Then again, you still have a lot of reboots coming out, which brings me into our next story. Uh, so remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about Jason Momoa meeting up with uh, meeting up with Colin Hardy. And the whole crow. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been confirmed um, that he is going to be the next crow, and it'll start filming in January. Um, the rep who broke news on who broke news on this was uh, had said that the multiple sources confirmed that the crow reboot will start production in January with Colin Hardy directing and Jason Momoa in the lead role. Uh, the rep had recent had previously reported that Colin Hardy was out of the director's chair. After changes in mal- management at Relativity Studios, uh, the studio who is producing the current reboot, 
However, on Instagram posts, you know, which we mentioned, you know, hey, it looked like everything was back on back on track. Uh, relatively, his new version of The Crow is set to follow the basic same story of Eric Draven, murder victim who returns from the dead to avenge both his wife and that of his fiancée. Uh, the reboot is slated to be more closer to the source material than the previous film. So, so Brandon Lee, the guy who played the original Crow, was mm-hmm. a very, very small guy. He was definitely the guy who would fit in the, the nerdy rock star type. Yeah. So I guess I couldn't. I had a hard time imagining him as like a, a crime fire fighter more than like a Joker type where he was like constantly uh, taking hits and laugh, laughing them off. Laugh. So I think uh, this is a different twist because Jason Momoa is a big Huge. fucking guy. He's a jacked dude. So I don't think they're going to go with... Uh, that <laughs> you hit me sort of thing approach. It's gonna be he's gonna be a tank. Yeah. It's gonna be like you hit me, you're dead. Yeah, this is gonna be like Jason. Yeah. From Friday the thirteenth series. He's gonna he's gonna just like take hicks and he's gonna like look down on you like what do you think you're doing? The way I envision it the way I envision this is of Zach Wilde was the crow. <laughs> I guess like, I could see that. Like just this badass heavy metal musician who just who you know just Who's kicks God's ass and take yeah, yeah, it doesn't get hurt or really yeah. well God rest his soul but who uh God rest his soul Brandon Lee yeah. who could take a hit and yeah. keep going up yeah like if it was kind of like this so Brandon Lee's crow is like is like a Captain America pre-Captain America so Steve Rogers before he went into the to the Captain America process and then Jason Moore was just like yo yeah, so I guess uh, this is this is definitely a different approach for a crow. I'm fantastic with the casting. That's perfect. Okay. Um, I guess my biggest question is: uh, Do you think they're gonna have any of the elements from the old movies? They're gonna have everything. You just you just read the whole. Well, I mean, it's gonna be so the movie itself is gonna be closer to the source material from the comic books, not so much the movie. The movie is avenging his dead fiance's yeah. life. Yeah, but I mean, that like, was the whole movie. <sighs> but I mean, do you think they're going to have, like, say for example, Sarah, like the whole thing like that? With the kid? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the crow thing. That that's literally the comic, where he she he had that little girl like as a guardian angel or conscience. Now, question for you, because like the the music they used at the time for the first crow was very reminiscent of the time. What do you think they would use for current day? I don't know. Because... The uh, thing is, you could you could pull that off still, because, like, fucking going in the middle of New York, it's, like, set in the 90s. It is true, yeah. So, like, I, I think... Uh, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe... New Metal? New Metal? <laughs> Like, uh, like Kill Switch Engage style stuff, or... Yeah, yeah. Slipknot or something like yeah. Rap Rock. I don't know about Rap Rock. Like, I could, I could see, I guess I could see some, uh... I don't think they're going to be an 80s band. I could see, like, a Lamb of God style band. I could see that, too. Like, I guess... But yeah, but this is a little old now. Yeah. For, for a generation that listens to fucking baby metal... This is true. Like uh, they're gonna they're gonna do different things. This is true. We'll see when we, when that rolls around. Um, 
Anyways, we got some other awesome news this week. So, last week we talked about uh, this video with uh, Deathstroke on... Deathstroke, you know... was it? Oh, yeah, the video it from was Ben video. Affleck. Yep. Ben Affleck posted this video and basically confirmed that, hey, Deathstroke's coming to the Batman solo movie. Well, we got the actor for that. Joe Mangarello? We were talking about him. He's yeah. the dude from uh, True Blood. True Blood, Magic Mike. The guy that's talking about Bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, so... Very built dude. Easily Wasn't he could... Crossbones, too? I don't know. Was he? I'm almost sure he was Crossbones. Come on, Google. If only there were some sort of devices that we had that, you know, um, told us what the kind of movies he was into. So... But, yeah, what was his Loveline thing? We, we talked about it. I mean, were you good, did we talk about this on the podcast? Yes. We did? We did. I have Where no he, memory of this whatsoever. Refresh my memory. <laughs> anyways. Uh, for our listeners who had never heard that episode. Um, so, real quick, Joe Magnanello is Deathstroke. DC Entertainment President and Chief Executive Sleep uh, Creative Officer Jeff Johns confirmed in the casting interview with the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Fun fact, he was in Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3 as Flash Thompson. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was in Magic Mike, Magic Mike XXL. It's weird that, uh, says here, last week Ben Affleck released a test footage of Deathstroke from one of the sets of the Justice League in London. Magna and Elo happened to be in London around the time, so it's likely as who was in the suit. So... So, hashtag... Test footage. He literally did it for an audience reaction, which is something I was saying last week where it was like a, like he wanted to get a rise of his fans. He was teasing us. Yeah. Which, apparently it is. I'm, ca- I'm calling it. I'm saying he is going to be inside uh, Justice League. Yeah, Jeff Johns co- declined to comment whether Deathstroke was going to make a cameo in Justice League. So. What's bad? What's next? Batman or Justice League? Uh, Justice League is next. Okay, yeah, then probably. I mean, the fact that they have a suit for him, the fact that he's there in London filming. Yeah. Come on. There's something going on. DC's never really good at keeping secrets. Nope, or friends. Nope. But I, I'm excited for him. I think he's a fantastic fucking actor. Um, great in Magic Mike and Magic Mike XXL. Don't ask me why I've seen those movies. <laughs> what were you saying he was also? Uh, he was also Flash Thompson in Spider-Man and Spider-Man. No, you were trying to confirm something else. I thought he was in, uh... I thought he was Crossbones, but he was not, apparently. I don't see him on there. You looked up his credits over Crossbones? Well, to answer the question, who's Crossbones? <laughs> I actually lo- just looked, Googled his name, and I was like, oh. Like, guess not. Um... But, yeah, he's fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, the footage looks good, so... Mm-hmm. And it's confirmed. On to the next one. What do we got in gaming? So, last week, again, we talked about Sony's... Sony having a big press announcement this week. Um, and, yeah, we got the PS4 Pro, as well as the PS4 Slim. So, cool... Two new consoles. We already knew about the Slim series because some guy in Europe was able to buy it like two weeks ahead of time because some retailer was dumb 
made it available two weeks ahead of time. Yep. Uh, the Slim Series is exactly the same thing as we saw in the leaked photos. The Pro will now have 4K support, but no 4K Blu-ray support. Uh, What's the difference between 4K and 4K Blu-ray? So 4K, like, it can handle 4K video. Yeah. But if you put a Blu-ray, like a 4K Blu-ray in there, it doesn't read it. Mmm, that sucks. Unlike the Xbox One, which if you put a 4K Blu-ray in there, it's like, oh yeah, I got this. Which is so weird because Sony's the you know creator of the Blu-ray. You would think that they would be on top of the, four, the yeah. Blu-ray support. I guess I didn't see it that way when I guess I didn't distinguish the two from streaming and non-streaming. Mm-hmm. But damn, that sucks. Um, let's see. The n- there's also announced some new uh, Bluetooth headphones, which look pretty phenomenal. A DualShock controller. Uh, the Slim will be priced at two ninety nine with a one terabyte hard drive, and the Pro will be at three ninety nine with a one terabyte hard drive. The headphones are one hundred and sixty dollars. Um, currently, if you buy the PlayStation Pro at Best Buy, uh, and this is as, as of the twelfth of of September. So, if you buy if you buy it anytime this week, you get the uh, headphones free. That's cool. So, not a bad not a bad deal. Would we buy them? Would you buy a PlayStation Four Pro or? As a, as a multiple multiple conversations we had about this, I would only buy a PlayStation for literally one game. So no. No. Free headphones that cost about approximately half of what the Pro costs. Maybe. The headphones are pretty dope, too, because, like, you can connect it with... I mean, the Bluetooth, so you can connect it with any device. Yeah. And they're over-ear headphones, which are fantastic. The sound quality, from what I've read, is amazing. I might buy it for that reason alone. And I was like, oh, well, I was thinking about getting this, but this just sent me over the edge now. And then you finally get with the times. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I think while we're on the top of the gaming, we have some, uh, some, some gaming history... That's really important this week. This week in nerd history. What do we got? We have the Dreamcast. Dreamcast? Yes, we do. Travel back to what year? 1999. September 9th, 1999, to be exact. So nine 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 nine. Two months before the Y two K scare. Yep. Everybody Just, was out buying a Dreamcast. Like might might have crashed out of the year two thousand. Absolutely mean, makes no sense. I guess the marketing strategy on this wasn't really thought through. On Dreamcast side or Sega side? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Um. So yeah, it was released September 9th, nineteen ninety nine. It was the first and sixth generation of video game consoles, preceding. Sony's PlayStation 2, Nintendo's GameCube, and Microsoft's Xbox. The Dreamcast was uh, Sega's final home console before marking off the company's 18-year in the console market. That's insane. 18 years in 1999? Yep. How long were they in business after the release of the console? They're still in business. I mean, like, okay. When was it discontinued? Yeah. In 2001. Oh, good, good three years. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Dreamcast? I do. I had one. I did too. What was it? 
What was the game that you played all the time on the Dreamcast? Uh, Sonic Adventure. Um, Sonic Adventure, Crazy Taxi. That was the bomb at Crazy Taxi. Yeah. So fucking good at Crazy Taxi. Uh, Jet Set Radio. Um, we, I, there was also a Ready to Roll boxing that I uh, used to kill. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yes. Capcom vs. NK2. Oh my god, yes. SNK. I, I forgot about that. Fun fact is uh, Sonic Adventure was its best-selling game. Which doesn't surprise because it's a Sega console. It's a Sega console, so... Everyone would have gone after the Sega character. What really killed it was a lot of the a lot of exclusives that Sony got, so... There was a, um... There was a game called, like, Seaman or something. Do you remember this fucking game? Seaman? Yeah, it was a game where, like, you, you're pretty much raising a fish from an egg. And like, I vaguely remember it. You get this egg, and you're over here. You have to tap on the glass for four days straight for this fucking egg to hatch. There's no way past it, and there's no way, like... I vague, really, really vaguely remember it. People paid money for this shit just to watch a fish tank for four days. When you could literally have bought a fish tank for, like, a quarter of the cost of the game itself. With actual fish that yeah. you could possibly kill without tapping. With tapping. <clears throat> I mean, I guess, you know, you, you, if you kill virtual fish, you're just like, whatever. Uh, fun fact, actually, for... Fun fact for uh, the Dreamcast. So, a lot of uh, a lot of their technology helped out, uh, helped out some of the Toy Story games. What do you mean? So, like, a lot of the uh, 3D Toy Story games that they, that they released, you know, for a lot of the other platforms... Yeah. ...was based off the technology of the Dreamcast. Huh. Interesting. That is a weird fact. It is a really weird random fact. Things you find on Wikipedia. Did you play any of the uh, Toy Story games? I played the first one. I haven't played any of them. So it's a completely useless fact. So one of the cool things that... Uh, one of the cool things about the Sega Dreamcast was the internet connectivity. Um, Sega launched a thing called SegaNet, which was a, a gaming, an internet gaming service... That was like $21 a month, but you got it for free for your first year with the Dreamcast. And you basically, you know, were able to play online. Uh, Quake 3 Arena was one of the biggest things on there, as well as Unreal Tournament. So, pretty interesting. That's nuts. And imagine, we complain about paying $60 a year now for Xbox Live. And you get free games every month. Yeah. Back then, it was like, yeah, here's, yeah, pay us $21, and we'll let you play online. They did something else, too. I forgot what it was called. At 56k speeds. So, it makes you wonder. Yeah. They did something else, though. Do you remember, like, they had the support thing where, like, they did monthly subscriptions and you got a bunch of games to play at the time. Yeah, they did a bunch of that stuff, too. Um, That was all provided under SegaNet. And was that what it was called, SegaNet? Yeah. I thought it was called something else. No, it's called SegaNet. I, I only know this because I'm looking directly at the article about it. Okay. So, that was this week in nerd history. Um, I think it's time that we start talking about Pokemon. What about Nintendo's first smartphone game? Oh, yeah. Never mind that. Might have helped if I put my head of something up in front of me on the wrong device. So, anyways. So anyways. This week, uh, Nintendo announced their first smartphone game. Yeah. And 
incredibly. Um, so they made this announcement uh, at Apple's big iPhone press event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wonder why they made this event. Because um, it was announced for exclusively to the iPhone. So anyone who has, you know, Android or Windows devices, suck it. Can't play this new Nintendo yeah. game. Yep. What uh, is it called? It's called Super Mario Run, which is basically a oh. competition style, competition like style game. So uh, think of like a two D platformer where you're running across. Like Flappy Bird. Kind of sort of yeah, like kind of like Flappy Bird, but not as annoying. <laughs> um, I was watching the Apple press release when he announced it, and it looked really really cool. I was actually wondering, as I was watching this, and they were like, oh, you know. We have someone that we would like to introduce, and I'm like, oh, wow, they're bringing, like, they're bringing uh, Shigeru Miyamoto to Apple's event. Like, oh, man, I wonder if we're going to get, like, some weird, some weird Nintendo Apple... Cross-generation console. Cross-generation console. Like, holy crap. Like, that is the most amazing thing ever, if that's true. And, no, no, just Super Mario Run. Which is sort of silly, because Mario, like... I don't know if this is going to help them. I've, already, I've said this a million times. If Nintendo put out a fucking movie, they can make millions. They're in the whole Marvel phase where early 2000 Marvel filed for bankruptcy and then they start licensing out, out their movie characters. And now they're a billion dollar company because they're making good movies. Yeah. Nintendo could easily do this. They have a great lineup of, of characters. Don't get me started on Pokemon. Oh my god, like imagine the live. Could you imagine a live action Pokemon movie? Yes. Just. Can't wait. No, don't do this stupid Tetris $80 billion free <laughs> movie thing. Do, do Pokemon. Well, Nintendo doesn't own Tetris anymore. It's actually owned by uh, EA. And they're going to spend that much money on a game? Even EA has a right idea. Like, everybody knows what Tetris is. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, come on, Nintendo, get on your shit. I think, well. The problem is, you know, we got the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. Get over it. <laughs> um, but anyways, the game will be in, released in December for an undisclosed price. So it is going to cost you some money, but you, you guys know you love Mario. I but think, oh that, oh, that was another thing. The day that they announced this game, I have a friend who has an iPhone. And it was on the top of games we love. <laughs> and, like, he's like, how did this make it up there? Because games you love has have to be games you can actually play. Yeah. This game's not even out yet, and it's on top of, oh, by the way, we love this game. Good luck. Yeah, like, you haven't even played it yet. So that was another silly thing on, on Nintendo slash Apple's part. Like, oh, by the way, check out this game you can't play. We love it. I can't say much because I work before. I, I, I sell the corporate. I sell the corporate double that known as Apple, so I can't say too much about it. Yeah. But uh, I can't speak too negatively about it because about them because they pay my bills. Um. Anyways, I think it's time to talk about Pokemon. Let's do it. Once again, um, 
I gotta thank MC Lars for hooking us up with some music because that is the Pokemon Go rap from MC Lars, which you can get through iTunes, Google Play, Google Play, uh, as well as various other streaming services, and you can also watch the video on YouTube. Yeah. So thank you once again, MC Lars. So uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. By the way, I forgot to mention this earlier. I'm one. 42 officially. You're 142 officially? You got muck? I got muck. Piece of shit muck. Where'd you find him at? In a Walgreens parking lot. The Walgreens right here? Over yes. by your house? Nice. Very it's nice. It's funny because, like, uh, I was ringing out and I saw him on my nearby and I was like, lady, you gotta hurry the fuck <laughs> up. Because uh, I don't know if I'm ever gonna run into this guy ever again and I'm about to, like, to give up on this game. But awesome. I got it. I'm happy. 142 in. 142 in. What level are you currently? 30? I actually just turned 30 right after I caught him. Nice. So I caught him all at 29, realistically. But it seems like everybody catches them all by 30. Unless if you're, like, living at at the planetarium in Chicago, then. Dude, so I've seen pictures of people, like, at the planetarium. I'm like, what? I'm like, why are you guys here for just, like, hours on end? I love to hear about people getting arrested at, like, 2 in the morning. Like, that's insane. Like, we haven't heard about curfews. That's so insane. Anyways, uh, so as we were talking earlier about the Apple event, we got other news that Pokemon Go is coming to the Apple Watch. Um, Essentially what it is is you're going to have a companion app on the Apple Watch itself that performs a lot of the same functions that you can in the full app. Um, essentially, players can visit Pokestops, hatch eggs, check their team, check their team, and level up. Um, unlike the smartphone app, however, you do, do have to actually catch Pokemon, you know, on the phone itself. So you can't use your watch to catch them. So that's for the Apple Watch. So if you don't, if you don't have an Apple device, mm-hmm. you're not quite screwed yet. Mm-hmm. They finally put a release date on Pokemon Go Plus. Correct. And if you don't know what that is, that's the the not Apple alternative. It runs on Bluetooth. You have to have the app open, and this thing is a bracelet that informs you when you're when you get by a Pokestop and or a Pokemon's nearby. Mm-hmm. Which, in a way, it's it's cool. Like, I don't have to have my phone out. However, living in Chicago, you got drowsies on every fucking corner and Pidgeys. And yeah. This thing's just going to go off all the damn time for things that are like, oh, I pulled out my phone for this. It also says, like, you could ignore it and just continue about your day if you don't want to op- open up your phone. Well, here's the thing, too, about... Uh, so, the Pokemon Go Pokemon Go Plus will allow you to catch Pokemon just by pressing... Like, will allow you to throw balls at Pokemon by pressing the button itself, but only for Pokemon, like, that you've already previously seen or have caught. So if it's a completely unknown one, you still have to whip out your phone. Still, once again, like I've caught, I've got a Dragonite. It's mm-hmm. not going to inform me that there's a Dragonite in front of me. It's true. It's going to be like, oh, it's probably another Pidgey. I mean, I think that's one of the advantages on the uh, Apple Watch side is like, oh yeah, here, here you could see a you could see it on your watch, um, which says a lot because now it seems like Nintendo has a buddy system going on with, yeah. with Apple. Yeah. God damn it. So, the Pokemon Go Watch, the Pokemon Go Apple Watch app will also 
allow players to see, you know, workout time. So how much calories they're burning, how much exercise they're doing, the distance they travel, all that items being collected and, and basically evaluated within the watch itself. So that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, do we expect to see this across uh, other smartwatch platforms such as Android Wear, Pebble? Hopefully, but uh, I think that's why they did the the Pokemon Pokemon Go Plus watch. I think they they were like, okay, you're either getting Apple and getting these cool features, or you're you're fucked and you're gonna get the blink you like. You know, if uh, Nintendo was smart, they would just release a smartwatch. Which would have been a smart idea, but mm-hmm. just like a Bluetooth smartwatch. Yeah. Build it for 120, sell it for 300. Yeah. Probably make a, a pretty penny off of it. Yeah. Because you would have my money, you would have your money, you would have my girlfriend's money, you would have everyone's money. That or the app, or just like the app of, uh, of being able to uh, uh, see it on your smartwatch. If they created, created the app for that. Yeah. Like I would pay $3 for an app to put on my watch so I don't have to whip out my phone. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, hands down I would do that. But, eh, you know, maybe we should apply for Nintendo. Nope. No? They haven't made my movie yet. <laughs> once, once they make your movie, you apply? Maybe. So, we also got some updates, too, for Pokemon Go that goes live this month. Uh, essentially, it's going to be version 0.37.0 for Android and 1.7.0 for iOS. Uh, the buddy system is the newest thing that's going to be introduced on there, so trainers now will be able to choose one of their Pokemon to be their buddy. A trainer can earn candy for their buddy Pokemon by walking certain distances. Um, it's made easier to select smaller Pokemon on the screen, fix issues with eggs that sometimes would, would hatch and without displaying any animation, uh, improve performance and reliability when a device switches to nearby networks and can no longer will no longer cause the application to hang hang or stop on updating. So we also got Pokemon Go Plus support in there because that is being released this this week actually, uh, September sixteenth. And then minor text fixes. Um, but Niantic also was quoted on saying with this release, we continue to focus on on eliminating bots and scalpers for Pokemon Go. Rooted our jailbroken devices will are not supported by Pokemon Go. Rem- remember to download Pokemon Go from the official Google Play Store or iTunes App Store only. It's funny that it mentions that because uh, everybody's been pulling the new update already from the APK file. Yeah. So they could benefit from the buddy system. Like, I think the f- buddy system is a phenomenal idea because you're going to come across these Pokemon where you could barely find them. And, like, you would want to evolve them so you could walk around with those Pokemon to collect more more candies for it. Great idea. Are you going to walk around with Magikarp all day? Absolutely not. No? It took me forever for Muck, so I was like, Grimer. I would have done Grimer if I had the update before I got the Muck. <laughs> well, now that you have Muck, who's going to be your buddy companion? I think I would probably still do, like, Charmander. Charmander? Because I, I would want a Charmander Charizard. No. Um, that or, or Jatini's or Stronger Dragonite. Now, you know why I asked this? Why? Because apparently there's already an uh, Easter egg that they found in the Pokemon Go buddy apps. It's the buddy system. It, is the little Pokemon able to hang on your shoulder if you walk a certain amount of distance? 
Uh, essentially, Pikachu will hang out on your shoulder if you walk a certain amount of distance. Very similar to how Ash Ketchum used to have him on his shoulder. Isn't that amazing? It's pretty cool. They stole that from the TV show. They did. It wasn't even an original idea. So... Niantic, you did it again. You did it again, Niantic. You did it to us again. That would be pretty cool if I had, like, a charger hanging out of my shoulder. I, I see. They haven't tested out... I don't think they've tested out with uh, other Pokemon, but just Pikachu so far. So essentially, uh, for those who aren't familiar with the Pokemon animated show, essentially Pikachu was a dick to Ash until Ash like tries to you know sacrifice himself for Pikachu. And become besties. And then Pikachu become... doesn't like the Pokeball, so yeah. Pikachu hangs out on Ash all the time. Yeah. Um, that was another thing that was released this week too that I was reading online, is that uh, they read the egg requirement uh, the. Not egg requirements, a walking distance requirements to get candies for uh, for Mewtwo, Mew, and the legendary birds. And I think everybody's 5k, except yeah. for Ditto, he's 3k. Um, Tukatu, or whatever that. Has anybody found Ditto yet? No. No? But uh, honestly, I think that comes with the breeding. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to start popping when it comes down to breeding, because everybody's going to want to, like, farm uh, candies that way. Through the so... You get, like, 20 candies if you hatch an egg. Have I told you my theory about Ditto? No. So, my theory on Ditto is... Because Ditto can, you know, replicate other Pokemon. That's his ability. Yeah. Um, it's transform. Is essentially, if you run into, like, one of the other ones, it's really, like, you're about to run into him in disguise. That, or, uh... The other when, thing I heard. When the new update comes out, yeah. uh... He's going to be, like, Chansey and, and him on Chance, where you'll find him randomly once in the blue moon. Sort of like the, the Mews and Mewtwo. Well, my other thought process, too, was uh, because it hasn't fully been released in South America yet. And so I think that he may be, like, the, the South American legendary one because he was, if you remember correctly, uh, he's supposed to be, like, a clone. He was supposed to be a clone of, uh, I think it was Mewtwo or Mew. Mewtwo is supposed to be a clone of Mew. Yeah. Um, they actually used Ditto to try to make uh, to make this clone. They took uh, Mew's DNA. Yeah. And they ended up making Mewtwo. Yeah. But that's my other thought process too, is because that was supposedly happened in South America. So maybe he's their secret one. Maybe he's their exclusive one. Exclusive. What do you think? Uh, maybe. Uh, if it was the exclusive, you would be extremely rare, though, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I think so. But, I mean, the thing is, like, nobody's caught him yet, so... Yeah. I mean, he's already... Is the game released in South America? No. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, that's my thought process. What do you think? I can see that. I can definitely see that. So... Um, yeah, this is... <laughs> yesterday. Uh, yesterday was a rather kind of important day for a lot of many of us here in the U.S. Uh, yes, it was September 11th. Um, for those who are too young to know, to really know about it, uh, that was a day, 16 years ago, that was a day that, you know, we were... Attacked. Attacked, yeah. Two planes were hijacked and they both went to hit the tri- uh, Twin Towers in New York City. Uh, Funny thing, that now that you mention it, 
Um, this year is like the first year of freshmen. Yeah. We'll be learning about this in history because they probably weren't alive for this event. Because I was like 16 when I was a freshman. Yeah. I remember too. I was like 16 years old at the time. No, I mean like people who are freshmen today who yeah. are going to school are learning about 9-11 in history because they weren't alive for that. Yeah. My mind is fucking blown right now. <laughs> you, you have no idea what to think about this? Uh, well, I'm, I was a freshman when 9-11 happened. I remember uh, waking up and putting it on TV and, uh, and they, had, uh, they had the footage of the plane hitting the first tra- tower. And I, I was like, 16, I was still watching cartoons. I know, it's weird. I was trying to put on cartoons. You're, you're, 30, you're 30 years old and you just watch cartoons. Yeah, I watch a lot of cartoons. Um, as a matter of fact, I was watching a lot of Rocco's Modern Life, so we're going to have a lot of drops of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I remember waiting for, uh, waiting to go to school, getting ready to go to school, actually, and, like, I no cartoons were on. It was just the planes. I remember getting to school, and I had music class, and music class, they had this TV pulled out, and they were watching the news. That was insane. So... I remember the day, I remember like it was yesterday, because um, I remember getting up, getting up, having a, you know, getting doing my usual routine. I went to school, had breakfast, which was like some biscuits and gravy and uh And eggs. a whole chicken. Yeah. I, I went to, th- at the time I was living in Wisconsin with my father. Oh, for those who don't know, Donald is missing a leg due to diabetes. Diabetes. Um, That's not true at all. But I do have diabetes. Hashtag entertainment. Um, so we were we were in the lunchroom when the first plane hit. So it was breakfast. I was having breakfast at school when the first plane hit. And then I had to go to my biology class. And we, all, we they had TVs in every single room. They had TVs in every single room just, just hooked on the news. And then, you know, I was in my biology class and, you know... No one was really talking about anything because it was, you know, there. Like, we were just there watching this. And we were li- literally, like, our school was right down the block from a military base, which is uh, known as Camp Douglas. So we, you know, were kind of, like, at, um, very, very tense because we thought, you know, as soon as the second plane hit, we thought, holy crap, we're at war. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. We were pretty much under attack, and then there was a third plane that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But God rest their souls who who mm-hmm. lost their lives to, due to September 11th. It was it was a hard time for America. I remember like it made me very patriotic. Like I was like I'm going to the military, and then like I guess life happened. And it just didn't happen that way for me. Life has a funny way of things. Because, I mean, I was the same way. I was like, I mean, you go, like, I'm going to join the Army. And I'm like, oh, you, I don't meet health requirements? Damn it. I had two friends who were like, uh, like, oh, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And then they ended up going. So it's funny how that shit works. But anyways, on the topic of being patriotic, uh, yeah, a new release tomorrow. Yeah, Captain America Civil War. Which uh, we ended up buying in advance... Uh, well, I brought in events on uh, Voodoo. I just bumped it off him. Yeah, um, and we were watching the special features on it, and we, you guys, are in for a treat. Like so many good special features. Uh, 
foremost, I think a lot of the the whole uh, the whole up to the point to Captain America Civil War was the whole main thing about the feature it, and then they have a bunch of like clippets and stuff like that from all the movies. And honestly, like I'm I'm happy about almost all the Marvel movies that watching clips from all of them were like oh my god that was a good movie oh that was a good movie too oh that was a good movie i think honestly this was a great start into the third phase three of the marvel universe it is a fantastic step in there and uh the montages that they had for you know blending all those movies together it's like wow like this is so fucking amazing but uh, anyways uh they have gagrio they have delete scenes they have more look into Doctor Strange which is coming out in two months yeah um they were missing one thing and Donald showed me it, it yeah was. which is uh Team Thor where, where Thor was during uh, all of the ruckus of Civil War and it was pretty much uh uh, Thor talking about how no one picked him to be on this team. Yeah. And then he, he you catch him with the other guys, like Hulk and stuff like that. He's, he's, you get one clip where he's hanging out with Hulk, and he's like, uh, Tony Stark calls Hulk, calls uh, Hulk, and it's Bruce Banner who's picking up the phone. And he's like, Tony, he's like, how many times do I have to tell you? No amount of money is going to help me, help, is going to make me join your pissing contest. <laughs> and he's like, Thor's here. He wants to speak to you. Uh, he's like, oh, what do you mean? You, oh, you can't talk to him right now? Okay. You'll call him? And then Thor's like, I don't have a cell phone. He's like, tell him to send the Raven. He's <laughs> really, really funny. It was actually, fun fact is, though, that clip is actually direct, was directed by the director for Thor Ragnarok. So I'm interested to see where Thor Ragnarok is going after seeing that. Yeah, it's, it's looking pretty good. Doctor Strange is next, and it's in two months. Yeah. Oh, phase three is looking already so great. So such a good, such a good kicking off point. So, anyways, I think that would conclude it for this week's show. Yes. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook, Nerd Pit Podcast. Um, also, you know, use the hashtag Nerd Pit Pod for Twitter if you have any questions for us. Um, yeah, or feedback for us as well. Uh, like us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. All that good stuff. Yep. So for Nerd Pit, I'm Don. And I'm Matt. Uh, See you guys next week. Don't be afraid of your intelligence. Because that's awesome. Okay? We don't need anyone telling us The first shall be last and the last shall be first Proud to be a brain Reverse Cause the geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Check check the base cosine inverse The geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Proud to be a brain Reverse Cause the geek shall inherit the earth Get your geek on baby for what it's worth The first shall be last and the last shall be first Check check the base cosine inverse